One of the most frustrating things as a business owner is not truly understanding your gifted place. That's that place where your gifts shine the brightest and where you make the most impact in the highest level of influence. Maybe you've looked out at other entrepreneurs who are killing it and thought to yourself, what are they doing and how can I step into my gifted place and make the highest level of impact? Listen, the Bible tells us that our gifts make room for us and bring us before great men. But when you don't know who those men are and what rooms that your gifts shine the brightest, you find yourself in cycles of trying to people please and perform and do things that really is not a unique representation of who you've been called to be. In today's episode, I'm going to help you to break down the five ingredients that you need to truly step into your gifted lane. What's up, leader? Welcome to the Gifted Entrepreneur Show the dopest podcast on the planet that explores the world of Christian entrepreneurship and reveals secrets to unlocking your unique codes to create generational wealth. I'm your host, LaDondra Hervey, wife, mom, award-winning author, and Christian business coach who's excited to take you on a transformational journey of taking bold steps to unlock your unique gifts and pursue your entrepreneurial dreams with unwavering faith. Buckle up, it's time to make your dreams of creating generational wealth a reality. I am all kinds of fired up about today's episode. Y'all, we are on episode number one of the Gifted Entrepreneur Show. And today I'm talking about one of my most favorite topics and that's finding your gifted place in business. Why? Well, because in a world where people are telling us who we should and shouldn't be, like I really want us to really identify with who God says we are, how we were uniquely created to affect change and to, to make a world impact and to expand the kingdom of God and to do it in a way that is unique to us. So today we're going to be really getting into it and we're going to be digging deep to really discover what that looks like uniquely for you. But first and foremost, I want to just say that, listen, the way that we are able to expand our impact with this amazing podcast is with your reviews. So if you love anything that we're doing, I would ask that you would write us a review, take 30 seconds and go on to the Apple podcast and write us a quick review. Now, this podcast is going to be broken down into many to, to a couple segments, actually, to where there's a segment one where we're going to talk about going from pressure to purpose and really tapping into what that looks like. And then we're going to tap into the codes. And so if you I'm sure you were attracted to this podcast because we are unlocking the codes to your unique gifts to create generational wealth and those codes, those represent an acronym, which we will go through throughout this podcast and through the life of this podcast and to really dig deep. But let's get into segment one. Are you ready? Are you ready? So let's talk about 
from pressure to purpose. Now, this part is a passion for me at this point because I, as I was going and, and building my business and just at the beginning stages of it, I was building a business from pressure. And I didn't know that I was building a business from pressure. I thought that I was building a, a business from purpose until I realized that I was, I found myself in a place to where I was in complete burnout. Like I thought that I was doing all the right things. I was praying, I was fasting, I was uh, doing doing the work, I was taking the courses, I was doing everything that that is prescribed for us to do except for leaning into God. And the reason why I really wanted to include this into the podcast is because many of us have found ourselves in that place to where we are in a place of pressure. And when you're in a place of pressure, it cuts off your creativity. It cuts off that flow from you to being really connected with God and flowing from God. And for me, the I say that the word flow is it's an acronym. We're following the leading of God. And as I think about this part of the segment, I'm always thinking about the, the scripture of Mary and Martha. And in that particular scripture, it, we, we find ourselves with two women who both love God with all of their heart, but one chose to sit at his feet. And then the other was distracted with doing all the other things that she thought that was pleasing to God. And she found herself in a place to where Martha, where she she got so frustrated and she's like, God, like, why are you, why aren't you basically telling Mary to get in here and help me to do all the things? And God told her, Mary has done the greatest, one of the greatest things. And she's sitting at his feet and she's gleaning from from God. She's sitting with Father God. She's understanding how to be a daughter. And so many times in business, we forget to be daughters and we find ourselves in the hustle and the bustle of trying to work and to chase the bag and to secure the bag and, and do all the things that, that we hear that the world tells us to do. And our intentions are really pure, which I feel that Martha's intentions was really pure. She really wanted to serve God, but God wanted her to sit with him and he wanted her doing to flow from her being in him. And so, so many times we forget to be in him and allow our being to be an expression of our doing, right? So it's like, we are, he is the vine, right? And we should abide, we should, we should find nourishment in him and we should flow from him. And that is truly following the leading of wisdom. You know, the Bible tells us one, it tells us above all to guard our heart. And I would say that to guard our heart, that is to guard our heart against all the distractions and all the things that would take us away from being in the presence of God, making the presence of God our priority in our life and in our business. So why am I telling you today in this and in, in starting this episode with this? Well, many times we find ourselves in that place to where we are hustling and bustling, looking for the next certification. We're looking for the next 
college degree. We're looking for the next coaching program that we can invest in. And we're like, it's like our hand is reaching outwards for all the things that we feel is going to help us to create that generational wealth, to create that success that, uh, and to create that fulfillment ultimately and significance that we're looking for. And what we find is that those things puts us in a position of pressure and it takes us out of sitting at the, the feet and being present with Father God. And it's like it, it, we are performing to feel a void or we're performing to try to please God. And it's we find ourselves working for God in, and that's pressure instead of working from God. And again, when I say working from God, that is us flowing from him, following the leading of wisdom, knowing that wisdom starts and ends with him. And when we're sitting in his presence and we're taking time to see where, 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 it, what do he want us to do? How did he uniquely create us to do it? And where it, where is he operating right now in this time and this season? And where did he want us to till the ground in those places? Like it, according to our gift zone, right? And so I, I wanted us to, to bring us back in, in, into abiding in him and to flowing from him and to moving out of pressure because that's when we are the most fruitful. It says that apart from me, there, there's nothing that you can do. Apart from me, you're not fruitful. Apart from me, you are fruitless. Apart from me, there's unfulfillment. Apart from me, there is, there's burnout. Apart from me, there's confusion and there's discord and there's all the things. How many of you have found yourself in this, in this place? Listen, sis, listen, brother, if you found yourself in this place, this is your opportunity to just simply to turn away from the, 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 the distractions of the world that is separating you from the love and from the peace of God and to reunite with what it means to be a son, a daughter, and to get back grounded in his presence and to get back to a place to where you're fully flowing from him and you are allowing him to work in and through you as you are being filled up with everything that you need to produce good fruit according to the will of God. How does that sound? How does that feel? I hope that that feels good. I can tell you from myself and from my personal experience, every time I find myself getting in that place, I have to make that quick shift because I will tell you, I have not arrived. And it's a continual process as I am growing from level to level, from season to season, from levels of maturation. maturation. And so the same is true for us. And so once we get to the place to where it's like, okay, I know and I understand that I should be flowing from God instead of being in a place of hustle and pressure. And when I come from that comes the greatest fruit that I could ever produce. And so what I would challenge you to do is to, from this day forward, is just to check your intentions and to check where, where, where are you coming from? Are you coming where you're flowing from God? 
and we're, and you will know that you're flowing from God when it's coming from a place of peace. And when it, it, it feels like the burden that you're carrying, that it feels light, though there may be many things that burden won't feel like a pressure that's weighing you down and that's causing you to, to feel constrained and restricted in and in anxiety and feeling like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. Listen, that's not God's design for you. He, or for me, he died. He bore the, the weight of the world for you and I to be liberated to from that type of pressure. And so I just want to remind you today that there is a second option and you can flow from that 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 flow and and that peace and get out of the place of pressure and again you will know you're there when you're hustling when you're in a place of anxiety and you feel like you're spinning your wheels trying to get to the next thing and 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 you're out of breath at the end of the day and maybe there's discord in your marriage and there's just never this satisfaction sis brother there is more that's available for you. God wants the best for you. And so as we wrap up this segment of from pressure into purpose, just want you to be reminded that there is more that is available to you and it flows from being in the presence of the one true king who makes all things possible when you partner with him. Is that good? Okay, I hope so. So let's go ahead and like, let's get into the second part of this segment. I'm really excited about the second part of the segment as we are really digging deep into discovering your gifted place in business and really understanding like, what is my gifted place and how does this all go together? And I'm going to unravel this by talking about four different components of this and when it comes to discovering your gifted place. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you what those are right off and then we'll debrief them. So to discover your gifted place, number one, there, we want to talk about how our personality is incorporated into everything and how everything is connected to that. And then number two, we will talk about how what it means to tap into your spiritual gifts. And number three, what environments does your gifts truly thrive in? Number four, we'll really talk about connecting your passions to all of that. And number five, how your experiences relate to everything and your and understanding your gifted place. But as we get into this, I just want to share a, a story that I was talking to my daughter about just the other day. And in this particular instance, we were discussing some different things. She is a freshman in college and she's in those stages where she is discovering who she is and who God has called her to be. And there's a lot of questions that's that's going on in her head, which many of us find ourselves in that place. Regardless if we're just starting out in our business or we are seasoned in our business, because again, we're growing from level to level from understanding to wisdom and learning how to uh, to apply knowledge and 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 in a way that is unique to who God has called us to be. And so when we're in those places, we have questions and we're trying to figure it out. Just like 
my daughter, she was trying to figure it out. And, and as she was trying to figure it out, what I, I told her is I was just challenging her to not conform because an industry seemed like it had, it, it offered more money or that's what the the trends were were swaying her to and different things like that and i gave her the example of that that she was like a key and she's like a key and with a key they, each of us we 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 go through different there's things about our life that shape that key and and so i was telling her that as we go through the different experiences we want to pay attention to what are we interested in? What are some of the experiences that really grabbed our attention? What are the, what were some of those encounters with people that really ignited a fire in our bellies and different things like that? And I was just reminding her that each of those experiences have been shaping her up to this point and has been shaping the grooves in her key. And as we know that keys, they're designed to unlock certain doors, though there are thousands of keys out there. And those keys, they go to different things. They go to garages, they go to houses, they go to the, uh, lock boxes. There's so many places that those keys go to. And there's no two key that's alike unless you carve it to be exactly alike. But every key has its own unique design to fit in the keyhole that it was designed to unlock. And when we really look at that the same is true for us and it, when when it comes to our life and when it comes to our business and so today we really want to talk about what are those grooves to our unique key that helps us to unlock the doors to the the places and the rooms that God has destined for us to stand in those places that we've been called to be a lighthouse like a city set on the hilltop what does that look like for us and so i want us to really tap into that by first and foremost really understanding what is our personality and i want to i want to define what personality is so our personality is the inward and outward expression of emotional traits and characteristics that shape who we are and how we interact with the world and the things that we do. And so some of our personalities are really big personalities and we are, you know, some of us are real extroverted and real big personalities that loves the spotlight, loves the stage, loves being around people and very expressive. And then you have those who are more introverted and they really love being by themselves and being in their thoughts and reading a good book and, and just really just just taking that quiet time and and really love being in the background and different things like that and the reason I bring this up as we're discovering our our gifted place in business is that a lot of times we try to shy down because we're not a certain personality and we try to be something that we're not and so many times we're like well I'm not an extrovert so I can't do xyz or I'm shy and so I'm an introvert so I can't do XYZ. So one thing that we we I want to just bring forward to our attention is that we never want to use our personality as an excuse to not show up in our assignment. Let me say that again. We never want to use our personality 
as an excuse to show up in our assignment. Because the thing about it is God gave you that unique personality on purpose. He knew what he was doing when he shaped you, when he molded you in your mother's womb and he called you to this earth for a specific assignment. He knew what he was doing. And so when we look at the different personalities, a lot of times, you know, people want to be like, oh my gosh, like we, we, and try to discard the personalities, right? But listen, we have unique personalities and to discard that, it's like taking out an ingredient of something that we really should be paying attention to because it makes us who we are. Think about this. There was, think about this. And I want you, when I call out the first name, you think about who is the, who is the second name that, that comes up as a match to that personality or opposite to that personality. So when I say Moses, what's the opposite personality that was a, a person that walked alongside of him? Aaron. Moses was more of an introvert. Aaron was more of an extrovert. Let's do another one. What about Mary? It, it, who comes to mind? Of course, her sister Martha, right? And then let's think about Paul. Who comes to mind after Paul? Paul Barnabas. So Paul is more of that introverted personality. And then Barnabas was more of that, that extrovert friend personality and different things like that. And so it's so important for us to call that forward, right? Because even though Moses may have been introverted, he was called to lead. He was called to speak. He was called to speak and influence leaders of government and to proclaim that the, the word of God and the word of God was that God wanted his people to be set free. That's why I say we can't use that as an excuse to say, you know what, I'm not going to show up. Or I want to talk about the extroverts and as extroverts, many of you guys may be feeling I'm introverted. So I'm going to just let you know that but I find that many extroverts feel like they're too much and people tell them that they're too much. And so they try to cover up their too muchness and they try to shun down their too muchness. But we need the we need you to be that bold, beautiful personality that you are, because that's what makes you it makes you that exuberant speaker. It makes you the one who is able to partner with the opposite personality. And that makes a beautiful beautiful partnership, right? And so I did the, that's the first thing is really understanding what is your unique personality and just write that down and then understand that that is an ingredient to really discovering your gifted place in business. All right, let's move on to, to the second one. And so the second one is really understanding what your spiritual gifts is. And so we have been given spiritual gifts in the, by God. It's not anything that we had to work for. It's not anything that we we can take claim for and be like, oh, oh my gosh, like I earned this. This was literally a gift given by God. It's given to us by his grace. And there's so many of the gifts it, and it depends on what books you read and all the things, but really in the Bible, there's a total of 28 gifts. If you really break those down, there's, there's all, you know, I'm just going to call out a few of them. There's like the gift of administration and you have those who got the gift of discernment. You have those with the gift of evangelism and those with the gift of exhortation, gift of faith, gift of giving, the gift of helps, the gift of hospitality, the gift of knowledge, leadership, 
mercy, pastor, prophecy, service, teaching, wisdom. There are so many gifts that makes up the body of Christ. We are many parts, but one body. And one thing that I found is that a lot of entrepreneurs find it really hard to understand how to operate in their gifts as an entrepreneur, right? And so we we understand how to operate in those gifts within the walls of the church. It, but what we will find is that God never intended for our gifts to be confined to the walls of the church. He wanted them to be out in service to those in the marketplace and those who are outside of the walls of the church because they are an expression of his power. They're an expression of who he is. It's an expression of his love. It's an expression of the kingdom of heaven being demonstrated here on earth through us as sons and daughters. And so there's so many ways that we really can monetize those gifts and use those gifts to serve others and to serve them well. And so one thing that's really important in this step is that, you know, we take the, the spiritual gifts assessments, but then we really, when you just take the assessment in itself and you don't couple it with understanding how your personality integrates with that. And then like we are going to talk about how to put that in the right environments and couple it with your passions and couple it with the experiences, then you find that you're, you're only walking in a portion of that gift and walking in a portion of your calling when there's so much more to you. We, we are so multifaceted in the way that we are designed. And that's why it's so important for us to tap in. If you are in that place and you're like, okay, I need to try to, I need to understand like what's what what are my spiritual gifts, all of that. Listen, I will share ways in, in how we can help you through a unique assessment that we have, which is called the gifted place assessment. And it integrates everything that we're talking about. But right now, I just want you to be aware of what what those are. And if you don't know what your spiritual gift is, then so you can take things like our assessment. You can you can pause and you can pray. One of the biggest things that I have learned is that taking time to hear from God is one of the biggest ways where he can reveal himself to us and reveal those unique attributes and characteristics and gifts that he has given us so that we can truly serve others because it all plays a role. And many times we just need to shut down the noise and the distraction like we talked with talked about with Martha she was so distracted that she couldn't be present with God to really understand what he was desiring for her and to really understand that there was something bigger to to the picture and he was the greatest gift and so tapping into him as the greatest gift really helps us to understand and uncover our gifts and how we are able to use that so the third way that we really want to to understand our gifted place in business is to understand what environments that they thrive in, right? What are those optimal environments or surroundings that we need to be in and where our personalities and our gifts that they really flourish because we're different. And so it's like trying to put, I'm just going to give this as an example. It's like trying to put a cactus that is meant for dry land off into a tropical forest or 
or to put it in somewhere else that it just does not belong. It's going to, it's not going to thrive because it was never designed to be in that type of environment. The same is true for us in our businesses. When we try to conform to fit into the mold of where people and the trends and the industries are telling us to be in, then we are literally not placing our gifts in the optimal environments that's going to cause it to thrive and cause it to really shine light into dark places because that light it's like like that light is under a basket like we it's really like uh, it's hidden under it's still shining but it's shining under a basket because it's not in the optimal environment it, it you don't have it up on that light that lampstand that what that it talks about in Matthew 5 and 14 it says we, we don't we are to, the light of the world like a city set on a hilltop no one has a gift or a light and hide it under a basket but instead they place it on a lampstand where everyone in the room will benefit from it this is what it's like to put your gift in the optimal environment you want to put it in an environment where everyone in that room can benefit from it they can see the God's light shining in you and for the things that you were called to really do and the, the, how you were called to affect change in the marketplace. And so this is like, when we think about this, Matthew, I'm just going to give an example. Matthew really thrived as a tax collector. Luke, he thrived, his gift thrived as a, uh, as a doctor, as a physician. Peter, he thrived as a, fish, a fisherman. And so it's like, if you try to put a fi uh, Peter in a doctor's office, he would literally in his soul feel like he was dying. How many of us have felt like that? And we found ourselves in a job that made us feel restricted or like we were lo literally losing life. I know I have. I was working at a call center and I literally, and my personality is not designed for that. Although I am an introvert, my personality is not designed to be in restricting and confined environments like that. And so I found myself in a place to where I'm just like, this is so restricting. But when I found my true calling and I started to operating in it, I started to find myself operating in a place of freedom, right? Which brings us to the third thing, which is uh, your passions, really identifying what your passions are. And so I want to define what a passion is. I'm going to define it according to the dictionary, and then I'll give you my definition of it. And so it's a strong or extravagant fondness, enthusiasm, or desire for anything. And so the thing with that is like, you want to really think about like, what is that thing that sets your heart on fire? That's how I define a passion. Like, what is that thing that sets your heart on fire? It's like it, another way you can really think about this, your passions is it, you with your passions is the thing that you love or the thing that you hate. And so it's like, I hate seeing a child go without a meal or I hate seeing an abused woman or, or, or abused victim or I hate seeing when a business owner is out of alignment with their purpose. I hate seeing married couples go through divorce and I hate seeing. And so that's a passion. It's like a strong emotion that drives you forward to towards an action or towards a desired outcome. Or I love when people look beautiful or I love making people 
feel that they they can do more than they thought was possible. I love making pe helping people to perform at their peak performance. And so what are those things for you? Take time, hit pause and really write those things down and see what that is for you. What it, and as we're going along, like I want you to go back and really think about what environments does your gift, you feel your gifts thrive in? Um, is it in an office? Is it, I want to back up. Is it in an office? Is it in a, is it more in an outdoors type place? Is it more in, is it more with people and collaborations? Is it more that you're at the top? Or is it more that you're in like nonprofit type of scenarios or mission work? Or what does that look like for you? What's unique to you uh, in, in those environments? And then as we think about and we go to this next step that we're on and then think about what are those passions? Either what do you love or have a strong the inclination of I love that or what is it that like I hate to see that both are both are evidence or signs that that are leading you towards your passions and then the last one is is uh what what are those experiences in your life and y'all we are making a beautiful cake I want you to know that <laughs> like I want you to think about like as you're putting in the ingredients of all of this in it's like you having a beautiful cake made your custom cake that God had in mind when he created you and when he created me and he created us for our unique assignments. And so when we think about our experiences, there's some of those experiences that are amazing experiences that are like, man, I went and I was, I've, I've gone from to almost all 50 of the continents or not 50, yeah I think it's 50 <laughs> yeah all 50 of the continents and I've done all the things and went on all these adventures and just all this stuff I haven't done that but I hear a lot of people who have that as an experience that's a great thing then we have those where it's like you know I've I've been um an addict or I've been abused or, you know, there's been some traumatic things that happened in my life. And either way, we, we want to come back to scripture and know, although that God never intended for bad to happen to us, bad never originate things, bad things does not originate with God. But I will tell you that God uses everything, everything, um, for our good and for his glory. And so Romans 8 and 28 and 28, it says, and we know God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are being a call to according to his purposes. And so we want to look back and say, you know what, how has God been working in my life? Or what can I, how can I use this situation? How can I use this traumatic situation in my life and turn it around for good. Maybe it's been that you were addicted to drugs and now you can help the those who are on alcoholics or drug abuse or whatever the case is to turn their life around and to reconnect with God and reconnect with their family and to find purpose again. Maybe it's that you maybe you have traveled around the world and you have so many experiences and maybe you can teach the youth and give them how, how to have more exposure so that they can show up more empowered and break the confines of the chains of generations that have kept them enslaved by their environment. Maybe you can open up their eyes to see new possibilities through the adventures that you create 
for them through your youth program. Maybe it's that you've been from job to job. You've been a job hopper and it's like, you know, you, you've tried to find your purpose in things and now you found that there was another way and now you have you can create a program to really teach people how to understand what their purpose is and what, what they've been called to do and how to look within and to discover their, their, their unique passions and their unique uh, place in life or in business and all of that. I'll tell you that when you do, when you can connect all of those experiences, it's a beautiful thing, right? And so I want to, I want to, as we get ready to wrap this up, I just want us to really just, just really bring these all together. So let's just say that you know, your personality, maybe you are a, you've been, your personality is that you are more of an extrovert, bottom line type of thinker, and you have the gift of leadership and spiritual gift of leadership. And perhaps that optimal environment for you with that is that maybe that you're being called to lead your organization and to speak on behalf and be the voice for the people within your organization or be the, the voice for the people within your church. And you're really being called to go out and to help to lead other leaders and to becoming all that God has called them to be. And you are, when you connect that with your passions, now you start to think, okay, so I have a burning desire to help who, what, it, and so the question that you get to ask yourself is, I feel the most passion for and desire to help XYZ people. And so you guys, this really helps you to discover your divine niche um, and the people that you're being called to serve. And so really think about what the, who those, those people are. So maybe you're that bottom line thinker who's been given the gift of leadership. You love stages. And so but there's a particular pe people that you like working with. It's business owners or it's um, it, it, uh, just leaders in general, whether they're leading a church or an organization or whatever that is. And so you think about who are those people and then you say, okay, and so my experiences in life, when I was in corporate, working in corporate, then I would serve people who were C-suite executives and I really taught them how to lead up into their next level and understanding what that looked like for them uniquely. And so when you pull that all together, you discover, hey, like, like the word says, this all has been working together for my good. And there is a, God has a unique place for me. And when we are able to really bring that together, then we're able to discover our gifted place in business. Listen, I pray that this episode has been a blessing to you and that you truly go back and you apply the things that we, that has been discussed in this episode, because literally, if you do the work, then you will see the results and you'll show, you'll see that there things show up for you differently. And if you're needing help in really discovering what your gifted place is and how to integrate those unique pieces and to figure out what are the grooves for in the which you were created and how your key is the what's those unique grooves of your personal key and what doors do they actually open up in business and how you are being called to serve others if you're needing help and discovering what that is for you 
then we'd love to walk alongside of you and to help you to unlock that through our gifted place assessment. You can find that at LaDondraHervey.com forward slash gifted place, or you can just go in the description of this episode and find all that you need and get started with that gifted place. And I will say that you want you don't want to just, just take the test. You want to go ahead and take that next level and, and upgrade where I'd be able to walk alongside of you and really give you some one-on-one coaching to show you how that looks for you personally. All right, guys, this has been an amazing episode. I look forward to hearing what you got from this. Like literally tag me on Instagram um, or Facebook and let me know what's been the biggest breakthrough for you as we have gone through this episode. All right, until next time, bye. Did that episode feel juicy or what? If so, please do me a favor and take 30 seconds to write a review. Your review helps us to spread the mission of creating generational wealth around the world. And if you tag me on IG stories, I'll be sure to reshare the love. And don't forget to join our Kingdom Collaborators Network, where we're coming together to intentionally collaborate to grow our business. Until next time, remember, for with Christ, nothing is impossible.